Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. I today am only joined by my esteemed co-host, Cody Sizemore, and I have quite the question for him today. But before we jump into that, Cody, how are you today? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm feeling yeah. good. Um, got my uh, gallon of water next to me. So, okay. you know, I'm staying, staying hydrated. It's important, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, everything's going great. Can't complain. Wonderful. Well, you could, but I'm really, really grateful that you're choosing not to. I'm not going to. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's so important for us to just kind of remind everyone that we all have choices. And a lot of times we say we can't complain, but we could. And I'm glad that you're not. Um, Okay. So before we jump in, let me just remind everybody of all of the housekeeping things. We would love, love, love to have you in our Facebook group. I know last time we met, we talked about how there's a new name for it. It's the Financial Coaches Community by New Money Habits. So if you're looking for that, type that in in Facebook and we'd love to have you join us there where we talk about things that we mentioned here on the podcast, but also just some of the um, things that are going on in our personal lives. And so I would love if we could today talk about one of the things that Cody has going on in his personal life. I tell you what, he started telling me about this a couple weeks ago. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And could you please, please, please share this with our listeners. (laughs) So uh, he gave me permission to jump into that a little bit today. And I, I think you're all in for a treat. Okay, so we've talked about on here before, Cody, about how incredible you are uh, and how lazy I am compared to what you do. And <laughs> so <laughs> I would love to uh, just kind of, you know, compound that a little bit today. Uh, you're doing something that I had never heard of before. It's called a rucking marathon. Uh, and for those of you who might have just misheard me, it is rucking. And I'm not actually just saying that to try to keep this clean for any listeners who might be listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had never heard of that before. Uh, I think you described it as throwing on a 40-pound backpack and doing what most marathon doers do, and that's just run. Uh, We joked about how I don't need to add a backpack because I definitely have the 40 pounds on you. Uh, And now that we're past all of that fun uh, bantering, I would love to hear a little bit more about, seriously, what are you thinking? Yeah, so a couple things. Uh, So (laughs) rucking is kind of what you just described. Um, so it does, it does require you to like wear some sort of weighted backpack. It doesn't have okay. to be 40 pounds. It could be 10, 20, 60. It could be whatever. Um, oh, so you're a slacker but, then you're, you're, you're I, going I low. Yes. Technically <laughs> I am a slacker, but I have chosen the 40 pound route. And, um, another thing too, is that typically you don't run. And that's okay. a big reason as to why I like it is because, I have really, really flat feet, like Mm. extremely flat feet. So running really tears up my shins quite a Mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. I get shin splints. Um, So I started rucking and that's, you know, you power walk with this, with this weighted backpack on. And um, it's way less impactful, uh, like on your, on your body. But studies have shown that you get a better workout from rucking as compared to running, which is it's like the best of both worlds. So mm-hmm. 
that's what it is. And um, yeah, like like you had mentioned, I'm doing a marathon. And for those of you who don't know what a marathon actually is, because maybe you're, you know, you don't like running, you've never even thought about doing a marathon. So it's out of sight, out of mind. Um, it's 26.2 miles. So um, I decided to do this for a few reasons. So first and foremost, um, I am currently on my 75 hard program, which we've talked about several times on this, on this podcast before. And, you know, you might be listening to this and you're like, what the heck does this have to do with financial coaching? Mm -hmm. We're going to, we're going to bring that full circle, but there's a lot of lessons that I have learned from the 75 hard program. And I've done it so many times. And those lessons I have intertwined into my coaching as well. Um, a lot of it has to do with mindset and, you know, just mastering the toughness of your brain to help you push through certain things. And it develops certain qualities like consistency and grit and fortitude and perseverance and self-belief and confidence and all that kind of stuff, all of which is very important with coaching, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so there's a lot of lessons and a lot of teaching points that I've taken from this program alone that I just integrated into my coaching. And I think it makes a really unique experience for people. Um, now it's not like a boot camp style of coaching. It's, it's just more so very, very focused on your mindset around challenges and tur and turning trials into triumphs kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've done this program like four times, you know, I've done there's there's a there's a sub thing, you know, that's that's not just 75 days, but it's a whole year, which is called live hard. I've done that twice. And, you know, it's a, it's a challenging thing. Um, but I've I've gotten to the point to where I've done it enough times that I'm like, yeah, it's difficult and it's challenging, but now I'm kind of used to it. Mm -hmm. And I it doesn't don't challenge like you to the brink. Yeah, I don't like mm -hmm. that. So like, even like today I'm on day 73, so I'm almost done. And I was going through, you know, the program about a month ago is around like day 30 or something. And something I've always wanted to do was ruck a marathon, but I just never did it. And, mm -hmm. um, around day 30, 35, I was like, now is the time. Now is the time for me to just pull the trigger on this damn thing and just do it. So I decided, I made the decision that I was like, hey, like on day 76, when I'm technically off the program, I'm going <laughs> to do a victory lap <laughs> and I'm going to rock a marathon. And, um, you know, I did the math because I, I do a rock every day and usually mm -hmm. I do it for about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, okay. And the marathon is going to take me about 10 hours to complete. I was going to ask if this is like a, you know, couple days that it's going to take you, but no, you're, nope. you're doing nope. this in hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. About mm -hmm. eight to 10 hours, depending on my pace. And also, you know, if I were to take like a five or 10 minute, like break kind of Pit thing stop. to like mm -hmm. rehydrate or eat a snack or whatever it might be. So I'm doing a little bit of play in there, but yeah, about eight to 10 hours. And, um, you know, the reason that I wanted to do this was it hits on three different levels. So first and foremost, I wanted to do this for myself. 
Um, I want something to break me. Mm. And as weird as that sounds, you, you know, you, I know for a fact that Maria, you're listening to me say that and you're like, why? <laughs> and, and there's probably other people listening to this now and they're like, why? But I really do. Like, I really want something to push me to my breaking point because I've just found over the last, you know, two years of doing something like this, I found that I get into my best form when I'm intentionally putting myself through challenges. Mm -hmm. And it's not just my best form for me, but for everyone around me, everyone around me. So that's one reason as to why I'm doing it is because like, I just want to keep growing. And, mm -hmm. if, and I, I'm a firm believer that if you're not growing, you're dying. There is no mm -hmm. staying stationary Th that doesn't exist. You know, like you're either growing or you're dying period. And I'm not willing to die. You know, like I want to, mm -hmm. I want to keep growing and this is just something to help me keep growing. Um, so that I'm doing it for myself first and foremost, but I'm also doing it for my family. I'm doing it for my kids. Um, because you know, I have two kids. One is almost two. He'll be two in, in, uh, January. He won't remember this, but I have another one who is nine and she's definitely going to remember this. Mm -hmm. And I want my kids to have a role model to look up to that, you know, does hard things and does them because they want to, you mm -hmm. know, like a role model to, to show these children, Hey, like you shouldn't take the easy route. You should actually actively choose to go after hard things because what typically happens is, is that you go after the hard route and then it leads to an easier life versus mm -hmm. going after the easy route. It typically leads to a harder life. And this right. is just something that, that they can see, you know, like mm -hmm. they don't see a lot of the business. They don't see a lot of the finances. They don't see a lot of that kind of stuff, but this is something they can see and they can actually like take it in, you know, and, and take point. a lesson from that, you know? So yeah. it's a big reason for me to do that for my kids and also, you know, my wife as well, you know, like same thing. It's the same lesson, the same reason for her as well. Like, you know, I want her to, you know, take that lesson for her, for herself, but then also, you know, just reinforce the, the reality of like, Hey, like you married, you married a hard, you know, mother effort. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like a rocker, you, you married yeah, a mother yeah, rocker. <laughs> mother rocker. That's right. Yes. Um, and you know, she should be proud of that. And I should be proud of that. And, you know, to know that, you know, it doesn't matter what comes up in life, whether it be financial related, career related, relationship related, or even like a physical thing that is related, um, that she is going to have someone in her corner that is there to protect her and to provide for her no matter what. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's another mm -hmm. reason as to why I'm doing it. Um, but the third reason as to why I'm doing it, and this is how it's tying into financial coaching. The third reason why I'm doing it is for my clients. And I haven't told any of my clients that I'm doing this. I haven't. And the reason I'm doing it for them is because I have my own story. I have my own stories about going through trials and, you know, pushing through that and, you know, meeting my best form or my best life or, you know, whatever it might be on the other end. 
you know, I have my own financial journey. I have my own career journey. I have my own living situation journey. I have a lot of things that I can pull from, but I don't have something like this to where it is, you know, completely mental and also physical that when you're in that moment on mile 17 and you know, your legs are just killing you, your toes are bleeding, your back is killing you, like all that kind of stuff. And every ounce of energy that you have is depleted and you just want to, there's nothing more that you want to do than just to call it quits. Mm -hmm. But then you keep going. Mm -hmm. That kind of mindset, that kind of mentality, that kind of lesson can absolutely be super valuable for our clients because maybe they're not doing their own marathon, physically speaking, but they are doing it with their money. And mm-hmm. life happens. I can't tell you how many times that I've been with a client and something you know dramatic happens, whether it be a job loss or a loss of a loved one or you know a major financial setback or whatever it might be, and, and they just feel like they just want to quit. They just want to give mm-hmm. up. Um, to have something like that and pull out of your back pocket and just be like, hey, like I know exactly how you're feeling mentally because I've been there. I've done that. Um, it, it just, it adds a different level to your coaching. It mm-hmm. makes it a lot more impactful, I feel. And, you know, if you can bring that impact and you can bring that value to the table for your clients, then you then become more valuable as a coach, you mm-hmm. know? And that's mm-hmm. a really, really big reason as to why I'm doing it. So oh. that's why. Yeah, no, I, I think that's absolutely incredible. What, first of all, because you want to have this experience experienced by some of the people who are watching you, I'm curious, are you going to have any portions of this recorded? Are you going to have your wife out there and, okay, good. That's, that's great. I have I'm a glad it's going to be documented. Oh, you went big yeah. time. All right. Yeah. Very yeah, good. He's not going to join me for the whole thing. That's- <laughs> He's, he's like, he can't be like me for that. You know, he's going to like be at the beginning, maybe like around mile seven, 17, 14, <laughs> one, and then the end kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I do have someone to document it so that I can, uh, you know, have it for myself. Um, yeah. But then also, you know, to even just send it to these clients and just be like, Hey, like, I'm not just telling you that I did this. Like you can literally mm-hmm. watch it, you know, mm-hmm. and you can see in real time, like what I was going through, how I was feeling, what I was thinking, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought, I've thought about all that. Awesome. So, so I am also curious to know if there are setbacks, because you know, they will be, um, what is more important to you? Is it, is finishing more important? Are you wanting to make sure you get it done in that 10 hour, eight to 10 hour time frame? Like what if it takes you 11 hours? Is that going to be considered a disappointment for you? Or are you just going to be like, praise Jesus, I am done and I'm still alive. Uh, like I'm just kind of trying to get a sense from you. And the reason I'm trying to get that sense is because I know that that's how a lot of our clients, they, they show up and they say, this is my goal. This is what I want to do. And they kind of sometimes set themselves up for disappointment when they absolutely should be celebrating something. I'm just kind of wondering where you're at with Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. It's a really good question. My, my goal, which is non-negotiable is that I finish. 
Okay. That's your no matter what. I don't care if I do Mm -hmm. it in six hours. I don't care if I do it in 12 hours, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to finish. Mm -hmm. And I also don't care if I'm crawling across Mm -hmm. the finish Mm -hmm. line. I'm going to finish, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, And that's a really, really good question because if I was going into this and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it within 10 hours or I'm going to do it within eight hours or whatever it might be. Um, and I don't hit that, but I finished, it would feel like a failure, mm-hmm. but it's not a failure, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I was actually talking to my dad about this, this past weekend. I was, you know, I was just talking about my health journey in general. And every time that I tried to lose weight or get into better shape before, um, before I started doing 75 hard, it was the way that I went about it was like, Hey, I want to lose X amount of pounds by a certain day kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I, and I would map it out like every week, like, you know, here's my weekly goal, weekly goal, weekly goal, weekly goal. And because that's how we're taught to do it all. Right. Yeah. 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 And oftentimes mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't meet that weekly goal, you know, three, four weeks in, and then I would give up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was the problem. Instead, you know, now that I've taken the approach of like, I'm going to get there. Like, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get there, but it's more so about just doing what I said I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't matter, you know, even, even if it takes me a year to get to where I want to be physically or five years to get to where I want to be physically, it doesn't matter. As long as I do the things that I said that I was going to do. And that's yeah. the difference between having it be like a, like a measurable thing on external versus mm-hmm. an internal, um, achievement. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's the same approach that I'm taking with this. I don't care how long it takes me. I don't care if it takes me two hours. If I'm flying, cool, you know, like whatever. <laughs> I, I just know one thing. I'm just going to finish. Mm-hmm. I just know that. And, and I wanted to do this before I do it, which I'm doing it in three days. Um, and I also wanted to do one after, you know, I want to have a discussion about this afterwards too, to talk about those things that came up. Um, and one of the reasons as to why I decided to do it before is because like, I want it out there that like, Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm doing this. And if I don't do it, then Mm -hmm. everyone can write in and send me hate mail and all that kind of stuff. But Hey, I'll just tell you right now, I'm going to do it. (laughs) <laughs> you know so yeah i i actually was reading um this book so do you know who david goggins is no oh maria <laughs> oh man you gotta get hip with david goggins so okay. david goggins is he's known as the toughest man alive okay okay mm-hmm. he's not the strongest man alive Mm-hmm. That's something that people get mixed up. He's not the strongest man alive. He's the toughest man alive. And his story is basically like, hey, like, you know, I was 300 pounds and I was an exterminator for rats and cockroaches and all this kind of stuff. But I had a dream of being a Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. So he tried to enlist into, you know, the Navy. And they basically said, you are not physically fit. And our next camp starts in three months. And sorry, but you're not going to be able to make the program. Not, not even close. And he was like, well, what do I got to do in order to do this? And they were like, in three months, you have to lose 125 pounds at least. 
So this guy went out and lost 125 pounds in three months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then he went through hell week and all that kind of stuff. Um, And he does things like run ultra marathons, which are a hundred miles with zero training, zero training. And he's like peeing blood and he's got like, you know, feces rolling down his legs and all this kind of stuff. But his mentality is like, I'm going to finish. And Mm -hmm. he's done Ironmans in 50 states over 50 days and like all this kind of stuff. And his biggest, his biggest asset to himself is just his mind. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, he's mentally tough. He's not Mm -hmm. the strongest guy, even though he did set the world record for pull-ups. He did 4,030 pull-ups in 17 hours just because someone said that he couldn't do it. Again, no training. Someone says, you can't do that. And he's like, watch me. And then he did it, (laughs) you know? And like, so I was reading his book and that's what really inspired me to do this. And um, there was something I was reading this morning. In his What's the name book. of his book? If you may. So if, his first book is called Can't Hurt Me. Okay. Thank um, you. And the any coach one? out there, if you want to read a book about overcoming trials and adversity uh, for yourself or for your clients, you should absolutely pick up that book. Can't okay. Hurt Me by David Goggins. Um, and then he has a second book that he just came out with recently, which I'm currently reading. And it's called Never Finished. Right. Never finished. Um, so right. I was reading ne- Never Finished this morning. And he talked about how there's those moments when people quit. And he talked about how, like, when you're at, at the peak of suffering, when most people quit, that that's like when you decide to quit something when you're in the peak of suffering. So he was talking about Hell Week and ringing the bell to, like, get mm-hmm. out of you know, the, the, the program or whatever it's called. Right. He was like, that's a very emotional thing to do. Very, very emotional thing to do because you're, you're in that moment and everything in your brain is just saying, just stop, just stop, just stop, just stop. And it's usually not based off of logic. It's usually based off of emotion and all that kind of stuff. And he's Mm -hmm. like, you should not quit during those moments. The only time that you should quit is when things are actually going well, because at least then you have a level head and you have time to process things and you make sure that you're quitting because it's good for you, mm. not because you just feel like it. That right. It's good sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was like, you know, hell week is, I think he said it's like 130 hours to get through. And he mm. was like, it's not even about the hours. It's not about the days. It's, it's not about the, the minutes. He's like, it's about the seconds. It's the seconds because it only takes one second to decide that you're going to stop. Mm-hmm. It only takes one second. So he's like, if you can be so focused on those seconds when you're in something like that and just decide, like, if I can make it one more second, 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 over and over and over eventually you'll, you'll get on the other side and you'll accomplish the thing that you want to do. And Mm -hmm. I've read that this morning and I was like, that is like perspective bomb, like, holy cow, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's the kind of perspective that I'm going to be taking with this is like, Hey, I I know that there's going to be a moment that I'm going to be like, why am I doing this? 
just like, one. I don't, I don't need to do this. I don't need to <laughs> prove it to myself or anything like that. But it's going to come down to those seconds. Yeah. And I need to, you know, have the mental strength to just keep going. And that kind of lesson is what's really going to shape not just who I am, but also how I show up for what I'm called to do on this earth, which is coach people with their finances, Mm -hmm. um, because it hits so many different aspects of people's lives. Yeah, uh, I absolutely agree. I can't wait to see when your videographer takes it all and kind of splices it and makes it just like a fantastic little commercial for what you Mm -hmm. do. I think it will be absolutely incredible. Yeah. 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 And I don't think it's going to break you. Uh, just throwing that out there. I know that's the number one reason that you want to do it, uh, but I just know you, <laughs> it will strengthen you. It will push you for sure. Uh, but I know you're going to come out of this absolutely. And you're going to find what's the next challenge that I can put myself through. Yeah, because I was that's just, just say, you. Hey, yeah. I was about to say, if it doesn't do that for me, then I'll be like, okay, cool. I did that. Mm-hmm. Now what, what else can you do? <laughs> We're going to go 60 pound rucking because right now you're slacking. (laughs) I love it. And and like, I know that you're the first person that I have heard the term rucking, but you're not the first person that I've seen. Once you described what it was, I remember, oh yeah, one of my former coaches, I saw that he was doing that and mentioned, you know, throwing a backpack on with some weight and, and power walking and stuff. So I think that's actually a really cool thing. And I'm thrilled to hear that you have flat feet and that you're still able to do that uh, because that's one of the reasons that I don't do a lot of walking is because of that. It's, I have the same problem. Actually, I might have too much arch in my foot, but I get a lot of like the plantar fasciitis. And so that's that can be um, pretty painful as well. And uh, maybe I'll just have to try that and throw a few extra pounds. Yeah, I, I mean, have I would, the I pounds, but shot. I can throw some on my back. <laughs> I yeah. do have a, actually a specific question about that. Um, now, this is not about coaching. It really is about rucking. But I am curious, what do you put in the backpack? Weights. Just weights. Yeah. And then do you, yeah. so, you like... So yeah. some people put... I mean, it depends on what you have. I mean, like some people put sandbags in kind of thing. Okay. Um, but I bought a rucking backpack and it has like these rucking weights, which is basically oh. just like a big rectangle kind of thing. Okay. With, like, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So the way that it's, it's shaped is that it basically hugs the back of the, um, the back of the backpack. So okay. there's no like jostling around. When okay. you're walking, that makes like more it, sense. It just, yeah, it's really nice and tight. So you know that was a big reason as to, what, as to why I did it. Um, so is it is the weight itself built in such a way that it's adjustable? So like it can maybe maybe this needs to be invented if it hasn't been, but where it can start off like a five pound weight, and then you can add on to it, like you know. Add, I'm sure <laughs> no? they have those, but okay. but I you just, just bought a forty pound. Uh, single two twenty pound plates. Two twenty yeah. pounds. Okay. Yep. All right. Cool. Well, I know I'm not going to have an opportunity to see you again before you actually do this. So, Godspeed to you. I think it's absolutely incredible. I really do appreciate you rethinking the idea of sharing this with our listeners because I know that I can't be the only one who is exposed to your crazy, amazing <laughs> self torture. <laughs> I'm glad that we were able to share this with our listeners as well, because I know there are so many amazing lessons in there. And I cannot wait to see you on the other side and have another discussion about this very thing when we come back from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun. Um, not sure how I'm going to be feeling afterwards, but 
I'm excited. Well, for tell it. you what, I tell you what, we don't need to meet again until at least a week after you're done. So you can, you can let your blisters all do their things and try to heal a little bit. <laughs> and I'm sure you'll show back up smiling for our listeners and our people who are watching us um, and just be able to give us some of the lessons that you didn't even know were coming that are right around the yeah, corner that's, for you. That's one thing I think I'm really excited about the most is like, I know that I'm going to get something out of it, but mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to get. And yeah. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Very cool. Well, as always, Cody, thank you for your vulnerability on this show. We really do appreciate you sharing what's going on behind the scenes in your life so that we can all take lessons from that as well. Anything else that you want to share for us before we wrap up this this conversation? Um, yeah, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't tried to push yourself recently, here's your sign to do it. Find Mm -hmm. something. It doesn't have to be a marathon, but Mm -hmm. find something to push yourself because there's going to be a lot of benefits, not just to yourself, but everyone around you. So mm-hmm. if you've got that thing that you've been wanting to do for a while, but you just haven't go do it. Yeah. And then tell us about it in our Facebook group. Well put. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right, you guys, thanks again for showing up for another episode of the financial coaches podcast. We look forward to seeing you after the rucking marathon. We'll see you next week. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to the financial coaches podcast brought to you by new money habits and Sizemore financial coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.